to all the kings and queens out there welcome to another episode of the wakaname nation podcast i'm the host that does the most hisagi joined by my partner in crime hook what's going on buddy what's good hisagi how you doing man glad to be back i'm doing good bro look at us look at us we still going we <laughs> we still find the energy to do it i don't i mean yeah i know all the distractions you know and we still here that is true. I, I thought like after a while, like, ah, do you really want to do it? But every every time it's like, all right, let's get it done. See what happens. Make magic. I'm excited. I think this this is going to be magic. You know, it's starting to feel like that Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless, ultimate combo from back in the day. So are you Stephen A? I'll be Skip. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that was an option. Oh, are you Skip? Yeah. You're more the loud, crazy one. Sometimes it doesn't get the point across, but you know, you're, you're, you're the loud one. Wow. Hook, that was a bit rude. Dang. I mean, that's Stephen A's role. Like he's, he's loud. He says his point and he doesn't hear anybody else. Well, on that note, I don't want to talk about this anymore. So right. yeah. See, that's what, what's, that's what Stephen A would do right there. You're like, you know what? I don't even hear you. Let's next topic. Next topic. <laughs> All right. Skip, whatever. We, we're going to move on, bruh, bruh. Yep. <laughs> So first and foremost, we're going to start off with that draw your sword and keep a sheath segment for all those who's, you know, new to the podcast. That's where we get to decide what we want to talk about. In this case, I'm coming with the topics and hook. I'm going to let you answer. Shock about time. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm going to stay quiet. I'm going to let you give your topics out. First and foremost, my hero rising new movie coming out which is from My Hero Academia. And it's actually going to be debuting in the U.S. and Canada, too, I believe, February 26th. Are you going to buy this? Do you think it's worth your time? Uh, I'm going to draw my sword, yeah. Uh, My Hero is the number one anime in America right now, so it's pretty much a lot of hype, and I'm I'm a part of the hype. I I can't help it. Um, Just to see see and hear Deku going 100% after you saw how he went against Overhaul, like, I'm just like, all right, let's see. Let's see if you can really handle it or not. Be like a true hero. So, I mean, it's, so, it's like the Marvel Universe when they have like everything set up. So now you get to see it in like an anime form. Just really? Like, All right, let's see how this goes. Excuse me, sir? This is, that's what we're doing. It's like the Marvel Universe. Say it with your chest now. Don't, don't be mumbling over there. Say it with your chest. No, nah, you know what? Um, I, I, I'll i go in and see it. I'm excited for this. The last anime movie I saw in theaters was Cole Geass and... With Kogias, I was a little on edge about it, but I was glad that I went and saw it, dude. It was it was amazing. There was actually a good amount of people in the theater with my hero, Hero Rising. I'm hoping it's good. You know, I'm not as big of a my hero fan as you are, but so, so question: so, so if you're gonna watch, are you gonna watch it subbed or dubbed? I would prefer to watch it dubbed, but if yeah, if it comes out dubbed, I'm gonna watch it dubbed. I think it's in <laughs> um, English dubbed though. Yes, I hope it's, it's in both. English dub. It's okay. in both. I'm gonna you get options. I'm gonna go with the English dub. I'm gonna go with the <laughs> English dub. You know, just in case I reach for my popcorn, I I actually know what's going on. <laughs> you Yo, know, I hate that. You look away. You're like, oh man, what happened? Dang, I know. Anywho, moving on. Seven deadly sins. We have some good and bad news. Kind of bittersweet. The manga is ending in May. Wow. Are you looking forward to this or? Are you going to be a bit disappointed that everything's coming to an end? You going to draw your sword or keep it sheath? Um, I, I'm, I'm drawing my sword. Yeah, I've been keeping it with seven daily sins because you know, I, I, I my, my, my variety is vast. But um, to to see how it's wow. gone, look, I feel I, like there was some shade in there. Oh, oh no, no, no! I, I was just talking. I'm sorry if you feel a certain type of way. You know, I'm sorry for your feelings, but hey, I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> but um yeah I, it's a bittersweet because i've been keeping up with it and even though it, it sort of got me lost like towards the middle and it wasn't as good but the way it was ending it was it was picking up and it was like okay yeah yeah it's making sense like the story was like coming together so to see it in is like i mean it's better than like the big three like how it just went on forever forever it's nice to see that these enemies are ending so i guess at least the writers to make a whole new story and to to draw me in again yeah i get it 
I I don't know. I'm I'm glad it's ending. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said it's good that like a lot of these animes these days and mangas are actually coming to a point where they're ending. Um, it's not like One Piece where they're gonna. Excuse go me. Hey, 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 hey! They're ending in five years. I just want you to know there's a time limit on that now. My bad. I my bad. <laughs> my bad, bro. I was just saying. Um, yeah. I right now the point that I left off it with in the manga, basically, you know, the big news with the the Lion Enterprise. I I kind of didn't like that whole, I guess, segment of the series. But whatever, it is what it is. Moving on, Sonic the Hedgehog broke a record. Keep a sheath. The- I'm sorry. <laughs> I, as, as soon as I heard Sonic, I, I tuned out. I'm like, you know what? This ain't it. I, I heard it's actually good though. But 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 you, you but you can finish. This. You, you, no, yeah, yeah, you, you can finish it. Basically, it's the they had the best um, debut ever for a video game movie. So. <laughs> So, do, do you know, do you know the actual number? Like, does it did it compete with the actual like top movies, or was it just top in video oh, games? I think top in video games. They're at like um, fifty seven million right now. But you said you want to keep a sheet, so we're gonna keep it moving. Yeah, I'm, new I'm not, anime. Not, not a fan. We're gonna keep it moving. New <laughs> anime, Darwin's Game. They've been getting a lot of criticism this season, but they finally stepped it up with their most recent episodes. Are you getting a little bit excited for this new anime? You want to draw your sword, keep your sheath? I'm I'm, I'm gonna keep the sheath. Uh. All right, moving on. Pokemon Center in Japan. Yes. Allegedly, they they got a little upgrade in Tokyo. Um, I, you know, there's a lot of people gonna be in Tokyo this year. Gonna draw your sword, keep a sheath on this. I'm I'm gonna draw it. I'm gonna draw it on this. So there's gonna be. A, I'm asking a question. Is there gonna be a lot of people because that, that's where the, the Olympics are gonna be, or what's gonna what's gonna be there? Olympics are gonna be there. I'm not sure if that was their main motivation behind getting it renovated, but yeah, a lot of people will be in Japan this year, specifically in Tokyo, including myself. I like Pokemon, so this is good news to hear that they're actually like putting it out there. You know, back in the day when they had the when they had the Pokemon Go, like. You would just see people like just chilling out and just hanging, and now you know to see that they're gonna do it in, in Tokyo. Like it's good to hear good good news for like something you've you've watched for a long time. Yeah, I, I don't want to talk about it, so just keep moving on. Right. Batman Ninja, they're getting their own stage play in Japan as well. That's gonna be going on from October to December of this year. Do you think that like anime or cartoon? It's kind of a mix of the two. It's actually worthy enough to have a stage play. You want to draw your sword on this and keep it sheathed? I'm, 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 I'm gonna keep it sheathed on that. Um, Batman hmm. Ninja, what? PlayStation Five or whatever Sony's gonna call it, apparently is getting priced at five hundred dollars. Do you think Sony has lost their goddamn mind? You want to draw your sword or keep it sheathed? I'm gonna draw my sword on this. Um, from what I've read. The, the parts and everything, it makes sense. I'm just a little worried, like that you saw, like play, the, like the PS4 do well because they they made their they made their uh made made the system cheap and they didn't make, make make much profit margin off of it. So hearing that like it costs a lot, but it's gonna be scary because they gotta make they're gonna feel like they gotta make some money off of it. With the problem with the PS4 was that the fan and the cooling system, like when you whenever you hear that fan going, like you're just like oh, okay yeah, and if you let that fan mess up and it ruins the whole system. So to hear that they actually put money into fixing the fan and the PS5, it's good to hear. But paying five hundred dollars for a system, especially with no games, no no exclusive games, I'm sorry, it, it doesn't make sense right now to upgrade unless you just want it like the next gen's console. Say so like I got it. You know, I feel like that's something I would do, <laughs> but I am not gonna fall in that tra- into that trap this time. I think five hundred dollars is a, a lot. That's that's a lot of money. And I can't remember whether it was the Xbox 360 when it originally came out. I can't remember. Or maybe it was the PlayStation 2. One of them I remember were really high back in the day. It was like a lot of money. I think it was the PlayStation. It was a lot of money, like $400. And nobody bought it. And they were like, you know what? We're just going to go to Xbox. And, that, and that's, when, that's when the 
the the 360 took off. It's like, okay, $200, you get a whole system? Yes, because I think that was the main thing that would, that took me over to Microsoft. And it was good. I mean, I, I was loving that X. The 360, I had no problems with that other than that red ring of death. But <laughs> apart from that, I mean, that thing was lovely. I think $500, though, that's a lot. Sony may need to rethink that. They can they can release that console for less. <laughs> they, 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 they can, can do it. And, and the thing is, they're gonna make the money off of like, like off of sales on like you gotta get the the plus the PlayStation Plus games controllers, micro the, the micro uh, money spent like they're gonna make money off that like with emotes and everything. So it doesn't make sense for them to charge and try to spend that much on a system when they're gonna charge you more to get more things to the to the system. Like if it was a standalone system by itself. Like like how like how the uh, PS3 was like you got everything at once then I like I'd understand it but it's just a, a major system that you got to buy more pieces to to make it like your fit. Yep, agree. For this next topic, there's no keeping keeping it sheath. Oh just gotta gosh. draw your sword on this, bro. This weekend got a big fight going on: Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder, Part Two. Who you got? Hasagi. Um come on, Hook. Who who I got? Who you got? Dante Wilder. Oh to this day. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> I got that man. That's it. To this day. <laughs> I was like, man. You know what? My little brother loves some Deontay Wilder. And then I get on this podcast. Then I hear you talk about Deontay Wilder and how that's your boy. And you got him to this day. But hey. you know what? Oh, man. I've never been one to go, you know, go at the whole flow and popular opinion. I'm going to take Tyson Fury. So you going to put think... money on that? How much? Oh, you asking me? I know. I was just saying in general, you know, I ain't. I ain't oh, oh, okay. Okay. I was, I was I'm going to you up afterwards, though. But hey, dog, you know what? I thought about it. I'm going to put a quick, quick, quick 50 on it, which was, was good. So let me tell y'all, if Deontay Wilder don't knock this man out, he's losing this fight. Point blank. You think period. so? Because Ty- Tyson Fury can box, and Tyson Fury gonna outbox him. See, but the thing about t- Tyson Fury doesn't look like a boxer, or he doesn't look like he's in like peak shape. He just looked like he just. I don't. Up, like, I don't right. care what he looked like. We <laughs> we just had a pills. We had a Pillsbury Doughboy outbox. Um, what's the what's the guy name Joshua. from the UK? Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua. Yeah, come on, bro. I don't care what you look like. This is heavyweight boxing. You either Wait, step you see, in the ring. When he had that, that rematch, he was like, all right, let me take this seriously. And what will happen? He ain't knock him out. He ain't, he, ain't, him out. he ain't lose. All I know is Anthony Joshua is out here dodging Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. I think I'm going to take Tyson Fury in this fight. I, I might have to hit you up on this bet, though. I'm like, oh, you, you think, boy, we're going to see Anthony. Saturday night. I'm going to be out here at the bar just watching like, hey. Bro, I can't wait. One. Can't wait. I'm going to be a Hopcat up here. Anywho, let's get to the anime. <laughs> For all those <laughs> listeners who may not even care about sports. I'm, we sorry, y'all. We sorry. But today we're going to talk about Fire Force. Part two. Finally. Part two. Y'all getting it. Hey. It's better late than never, I say. I just want y'all to know, I spent four hours watching these last 12 episodes. So, you know, I'm ready to talk about this. You know, you think you can watch three in one hour, but realistically, that doesn't really happen. You got to, you know, skip around all this other stuff. And I was just like, nah, it's going to take me a little bit longer. Let me just get that extra hour. I was like, Hasagi, uh, give me an extra hour real quick. Just just like one hour. I'll be good. And I finished right in the next time. I was like, all right. Yep, I'm ready. (laughs) It's not a smart idea, but, you know, somebody got to do it. The things I do for the podcast. (laughs) You know what? The people, they appreciate you out there. You went through all 12 or 13 episodes? How many was it? It was 12, 13 through 24. My goodness. So you fired forced out right now. I mean, if there was another season, I, I, I would have watched it, you know. Mm. But, but luckily it was dubbed, so I didn't have to, like, focus on it. Like I was like, oh. And then, you know, I can listen to Once it. Once again, <laughs> the benefits of dub over sub. I'm starting to see it. I'm, I'm coming to the light. Any you? So yeah, um, we left off last episode talking about basically the big fight between 
Captain Benny Maru, and he ended up fighting Company 8, which is Captain Obi. And basically what happens in this town and Asakura is we realize there's all these fights breaking out because of mistaken identity or there's confusion caused by people who, I mean, saw someone they loved or one of their friends like doing something and then they're arguing because their loved ones or their friends never actually did anything. So this trend is continuing and we find out this is actually an attack by the evangelists or the white clad organization. So yeah. What was your, I guess, first impression of seeing all of that go down? I mean, seeing them getting duplicated and all this stuff, I was like, okay, yeah, how's this happening? And then seeing how, like, there's one guy who has his his, uh, pyrokinetics to change faces. I was like, that's sort of a weak power. Like, is that all he can do? Like, does he have any fighting fighting ability? I was like, eh, whatever. But um, just seeing it in in general, like, having everybody fighting and how, how, like, the captain was like, you know what, I got to take charge of this moment. Because he tried to push it off on the other guy. He's like, you know what? You handle it. You're a better speaker. He's like, no, nah, no. Nah. You're the one in power. You got you got the strength. Get these people in under control. And then you, you give them a speech. And now you see this dude just shoot his tower up to the top. Like, hey, this is how we're going to fix this. We don't know who's who. Just fight. <laughs> we we stronger than them. He's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Everybody's looking like, you know, that, that does sound like the right thing to do. Let's just, you know, I, I've been meaning to hit him for a while. He's been making me mad lately. Let me just throw that, that quick hit real quick. Give him the quick one twos. What a very interesting way to solve, like, a town going crazy because a bunch of mistaken identities. Yo, if I saw somebody beating up my fake grandma, they might be dead at that point. I'm like, yo, you putting hands on my grandma? My fake grandma? You, boy, you don't know what you're doing out here. (laughs) But you might have to be the one putting hands on your grandma because you don't know if that's your grandma. If it's your grandma, if it's you, just lay down and go to sleep, dog. I'm going to help you out a little bit. Just go to sleep. Grandma, I'm going to need you to sit this one out. Now, if you do come out of this closet, it's going to be some problems. I don't want to have to put these hands to you, but if you if you come back out of this closet, I'm going to have to put you down now. Yo, it was, it, was, it was pretty crazy. He basically was like, yo, I want everybody to fight. Because if you're from this, if you're from this city, you, you ain't phased by none of this. A, a few bruises, a few, a few hits on the chin, you're going to be okay. And yeah. The town just erupts in chaos. You know what was crazy, though? Um, his two daughters, Hina and Hika. Yeah, they're strong. I was like, okay, they got some strength to them. You wouldn't even know it. Exactly. But the crazy thing is they were arguing They were arguing with each other because of the mistaken identity. And Arthur, out of nowhere, bah! <laughs> like, Did I he like, like Arthur. I like that boy. I like him. I like him. <laughs> Did he like knee her in the face? What? Yeah, he kneed her in the face and threw her into a wall. Like he's like, Isn't, that's just an old man with his face with his face changed. I was like, what? How do you know? So, <laughs> we don't know how he know. At least I don't remember them ever explaining how he knew. He doesn't even explain. He's just like, it, it is what it is. They're just beating him up. He's like stopping him out. I was like, dang. And then all of a sudden you see his face just change back. It's like, oh, you're right. You, you aren't dumb. He's like, nah, he really dumb. He just lucked out. <laughs> yeah yo bro that was wild like legit and then every all the cast members like from the fire company they held him back and they were like beating him up they're like why are you hitting a little girl like this but like he, i don't know he's like a perfect like i'm, I'm taking take a break right here but he's like the perfect side character like he provides the perfect comic relief a better version of a of a great boy in in, in my hero like he he breaks it and you're just like what? <laughs> but he can still fight at the same time. Yeah, that was that was really good. So yeah, we find out like the the white clad organization or the evangelist group, they're basically attacking Asakusa again, which is what they did long ago. And their goal is to create infernals and they're trying to create I guess one of the demons, I guess we right. could say. It's trying, 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 trying to trying to to recreate that moment. Because they find out that they yeah. can do it again in the same place, which nobody yep. knows how. Exactly. And then Arthur and Shinra end up battling against uh, two of the, I guess, white clad organization yeah. members. Yeah, well, which one, is... One's an archer, and I don't know what the other one are, is. I don't remember to see his, like, I don't remember it, per se. Yeah. And that, that archer, now, we've been, the archer let us know 
that I think she was playing no games <laughs> from the very beginning yeah. when she took out homeboy from company one. <laughs> She's like, yeah, my, my arrows don't miss and they don't, they don't stray off a mark. So uh, you, you, you better be quick. Yes. So they have their two on two and you realize that Arthur and, uh, and Shimmer don't have that, that coordination at first. They're just like, they're in sync. Let us get in sync. All right, Arthur, you attack and I'll follow up. <laughs> that's how we're going to solve this. <laughs> and then we'll split them apart. And I was like, that's really smart. And you know, Arthur ain't really the brightest guy to be given a deep plan to. You just got to tell him like, hey, just just swing your sword. I'll come in and figure it out later after that. This is true. Um, I will say when I watched this episode, I remember back in the first podcast when we talked about Fire Force, you had mentioned um, we were comparing Arthur and Shinra's abilities. And you mentioned how you would prefer Arthur's cool with his sword, but you prefer Shinra because of Shinra's like ability to like fly and his mobility and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it really came out in this episode because um, like you said, the girl, a part of the evangelist that has the bow and arrow, she doesn't miss. So Captain Benny Morrow, he shows up and he's fighting this devil that they successfully created. And he launches him up but, into but the it's, sky. It's the white class, so I'm confused. I'm like, was he the person that they thought was going to happen the whole time, or did he just? It, that's a good point. I think their plan went south, so he sacrificed himself. Uh, I'm like, nah, we just got to survive with the fittest dog. Whoever gets back can tell what really happened. Yep. Um, but then, like Benny Mara launches this guy up in the air. He's like about to destroy him, and homegirl with the bow and arrow, she shoots at him. And like you said, she doesn't miss, but Shinra out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, uh, the, the the old captain sort of figured it. He's like, "Hey, uh, wherever you are, Shinra, if you can hear this, save him." <laughs> and he they can't hear it, but he can sense it in his feet, and he just like, "Oh, I know what he's saying." And speaking of the moment you mentioned, where he like the guy, the other captain or the vice captain was like far away, but Shinra felt his cry or heard his cry. That was a part of, I believe, the Adola link that was experienced. And then this is the very first time we're introduced to this phenomenon called an Adola link. And Shinra has it where somehow he experiences some, I don't know, super, supernatural like or sensational link to another person. And yeah, we find out it's somehow linked to the actual evangelist guy, the leader of the um, white clad group. So that was pretty interesting. Yeah. But it, all, all in all, like they, they took care of all the infernos and then they was like, all right, you can clean up your place. Cause this is your place. We're not cleaning it here. And uh, they move on, but then they get back home and they realize like, Hey, they, they, they're forced to take on the scientists. They're just like, well, we're looking. We're going to get one eventually. You know, give us time. Give us time. And I was like, no, we're just going to give you this guy. And as soon as you see it, like us as the viewers are like, that's, he's not, he's not on their side. He's, you might want to check that guy out. Like, I'm like, he don't look right. He don't, he don't blend in. And then yeah, everybody else talk, trust him. You're talking about Victor. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, okay. So he 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 comes in and then they're just like, Yeah, you need you don't even have a have a mechanic or an engineer. And it's like, Yeah, we're working on it, we're working on it. So at that time they, they go and they meet and they're trying to find their mechanic, but they're trying to get Vulcan. Vulcan's the main mechanic that everybody loves. Because he's like he's a step above everybody else. But he doesn't want to join anybody else. So when they go and uh go talk to him, like the uh captain Captain Obi, he's like, you know, I'm sending young people out so they can connect with them. To try to get them to recruit it to crew him, so they send him out. So, so basically, with Victor, none of them trusted Victor. What was like your, I guess, initial impression of Victor? Did I mean, you just see him as a. I mean, I knew him off rip as he he was with Joker. I was like, so is 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 Hajima who who put Victor there? Is he are they a part of this? Like, where where do they fit in, in all this? Because he he just can't pop up and get put there like. Company A's recruiting everybody. He didn't get recruited. He was just placed there, which makes everybody sit, like wonder, like, why is he put here when we're supposed to investigate other people? Like, yeah. and that was that was kind of like a huge question mark for me as well when I was watching this. Um, the Joker right now, like, all we know is he's telling Shinra he's not on his side. He doesn't like the Fire Force. 
but he's helping Shinra take down the evangelist. And then we hear that um, Victor, which is the new head scientist that gets assigned there, he comes from Hajima, and we know he has a close link with um, the Joker. So I'm wondering, is the Joker associated with Hajima? And if so, like, what is their goal? Nobody knows. They, they those two characters have not been explained. You can't. They, yeah. they don't feel like they're with the white clad. They don't feel like they're with fire with the fire with the uh, fire force or anything like that. Like they're just their own entity at this moment. Got so. it. And then, like you said, we get introduced to Vulcan, which is this amazing engineer. Shout out to all the engineers out there. And Vulcan basically. His, we find out his family was, um, or his ancestors, they were responsible for creating the equipment that um, supports the Adola or the Amaterasu, which is, I guess, the original flame that the powers flame. the entire, mm-hmm. yeah, that powers the entire um, city. So, I don't know. When I got introduced to, I guess, Vulcan and his family, honestly, this was. This was kind of a drag at in the it was. I was season like, for me. I was like, are they seasoning this guy just to kill him off, or are they just trying to explain him because they know it's a little bit late in the season to be adding people? So yes, I was like, okay, but yeah, you, you meet you meet Vulcan and he has his two 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 apprentices, you and Lisa, and you're just like, okay, but he's they but they know Shinra and uh, Arthur know that he's hard to to sort of persuade because he's taking on a personal oath to never join any fire force, any company. Right. In terms of like, they spent a few episodes going over Vulcan's like backstory. Um, I'm just curious at any point in time, did you feel anything like, or was it just whatever? Let's just move on. Yeah, I sort of was. They just said it was his dad and then his, his family. So I was just like, okay, yeah. I'm just trying to see if you get captured, killed, or or persuaded. Like these are the three options that's got to happen. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I wasn't really, I wasn't really drawn in or pulled in emotionally by his whole backstory, to be honest. Um, but we find out more about the fire force or the fire companies as a whole because somehow Vulcan or Vulcan, we find out is linked to. The captain of squad three, I believe. Yeah, um, that's that. That was one of the one. Of the, that was his dad's friend, and then the captain of captain captain three. He sold them out, killed them, and took the technology so that he could get his own company. Yeah, people like Giovanni. I that's his the captain of squad's three name that we're referencing right now. I, people like that, I just I can't, I just can't vibe with. But. That's what. The, that's also what, what the princess did too. She she took her medical technology and then she was just like, "Hey, give me my my thing." I know they're being transferred by insects, so she she did the same thing and then she gets kept around. Good good point. Princess Ibani <sighs> was just like, and she was also in this little little section here too. I was like, oh, okay, I don't know how she fits in, but hey. True, she does. Sh- well, at this point, she's completely on the side of Company Eight, right? But um, she shows up because um, what happens is Giovanni, he comes back to Vulcan in his shop and he's trying to get the key to Matsuratsu, I guess. And this is something that Vulcan and his, his parent and his parents' parents have been, I guess, passing down or his dad gave to him. So he comes and we find out that Giovanni, who is like with the um, fire force, had some alignment with the white clad organization. So that was that was pretty pretty bad. Right. And then Giovanni, the main reason he's trying to like get in get in with the well bring Vulcan on is to get the key to unlock I'm I'm Tarazi to his full potential. Like he's like, yeah, he hit it somewhere, you know where it's at. So somehow in the middle of it, they uh well Vulcan declines Giovanni's final ass to join. He's just like, okay. All right. Well, you won't like what happens after this. So then, after that, he he plans to kill him, and then somehow Shimra with, with his Adola burst senses that they're gonna try to kill him. So he's like, "Y'all stay here inside. I'm gonna take care of it." Da 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 da. So so Giovanni sets up for two people of the Evangelists to come and take him out. And when they do that, um, Shinra's there, 
but he's sort of taken out and ambushed by Giovanni. And he's like, oh, you're the Adolibos. We're going to capture you and do this later. Like, we're going to keep you to the side. Because Giovanni's also part, part of the evangelist as well. I did say I didn't feel anything when they went over um, Vulcan's backstory. I did feel something during that whole scene when Giovanni came for his neck. Because we find out that Lisa, which is like the girl that's he kind of likes or whatever. I don't know if he kind of likes her, but they're family. They're yeah, not, they're family. Not, there's no real interest there. You don't really see a direct connection. You just know that like, hey, you're family with me. So I'm going to take care of you and make sure that you're all right. Because he, he found her sitting out in his junkyard one day in the rain. And he brought her in and told her like, hey, just come in. You can be part of my family. But to be clear, their family in his mind. In her mind at this time, she completely flips the script and we find out she's helping out Giovanni and she's a part of the white clad organization. I'm like, what the hell is going on? What the hell is this? Exactly. But we don't find that out yet because right now, Arthur, he's about to go fight the two people from the Ironclad. So he's like, I don't even have my sword with me. I don't know what I'm going to do. Y'all need to armor me up. Like, oh, yeah, I can do that. He's like, my strength is based on how much of a night I feel. I'm just like, what? <laughs> so they give him like a little hammer. He's like, see, look, it's a little flame. Like, I need I need to feel like a knight. So then Vulcan goes together, makes him something real quick. And this boy's sword get long and, and sharp. I was like, okay, all right. And in the end, they just put uh, what you want to call it, uh, a tarpon around his neck. And they strap a donkey's head onto his crotch. And he's just like, all right, I feel like a knight with, with his loyal steed. And I'm just like, Arthur's like one of the cra- dumbest characters I can ever think of. This, this makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> his strength is, is based off his his how he feels. I'm just like, that's not that's not reliable at all. But he goes out there, he handles him for a little bit. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on the inside, that's when they had that big old fight. And then that's when Lisa changes on him. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to tell you what it is. We need that key. Give it up. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was kind of sad. I mean, can you imagine your girl... Like, it's not his girl. I mean, it's not his girl. You're right. It's not his girl. But can you imagine <laughs> like saving somebody and you know you, you doing your best to take care of her because she's you adopt her as a member of your family and then she just flipped the script. Oh hell to the doc. Sorry, I, don't, I feel like this is personal right here. You just like man, I took this girl in, I gave her, I fed her, I took care of her, and then all of a sudden she want to turn on me, bruh. Let's just say, mm. <laughs> no more. <laughs> I mean, anywho, I think he's a lot. I mean, Vulcan is a lot more forgiving than I am because he was straight up like screaming her name and trying to get her to escape with them. And even her real name, she just gave him a random, random name, Lisa. Like Lisa, and he's like, then Giovanni's like, that ain't her name, dog. You don't know her name. You don't know her like I know her. Her name. Tell tell her what your name is, girl. She's like, feelers. I was like, dang, dang, she, she done lied to the boy since day one. I don't know. Bruh, to have another man come into your house and tell you anything, something you don't know about this girl that you've been taking care of. I don't know what she is. His sister, um, auntie, I don't know what, whatever he wants to call it. But another man comes into your house and say, I know her better than you do. <laughs> that is the ultimate blow to an ego in my opinion it's bad yo i was like damn all right well uh vulcan what you gonna do dog you can't let him try you like this like you you gonna let him take your girl and also come in your house and and put you on the ground you gotta do something mr still your girl (laughs) what what he know what the boy look like he 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 got a mask on and everything we don't know what this man look like he's like dang who is he that man was like, "What's your tell? Tell me your real name." I was like, "Oh, this is bad. <laughs> this is this is very, very bad." Oh my god! It's like, oh, Vulcan, you can't go out like this, dog. You can't, you can't do it, man. So yeah, Giovanni, he just goes and he's like, he's winning at this point. And then, like you said, Shinra shows up um, to kind of save the day, but that was short lived. Yeah, because guess who stepped on the battlefield? the captain of the white evangelist. And then we get a huge twist in the story because we find out the captain is Sho, which is Shinra's brother. Yeah, that boy. I, yo, I, when I first saw him using his 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 pyrokinetics, I was like, what? This boy over here. 
all you see is feathers flying. I'm like, what? He moving at light speed, or what you think is light because you can't catch it at all. You just like, Whoa. yeah. And and they think they about to win and win everything, and then just like he then show comes up, just knocks, stops everything. He's like, hold up now, we gonna take the key. We taking feelers because you thought her name was Lisa. We we she part of our family. She ain't with you like that. Give her back, <laughs> and we we'll take a Shinra. <laughs> yeah, this to me this this was a really tragic and sad episode for me because. It was it was just one of those episodes of one sided relationships, and that's something you just never want to be in. Personal, Sagi. Put put your heart out there like that for a little bit. You know, let, I'm let just saying. No, I'm just saying y'all just want to make sure you're not in a one sided relationship. <laughs> and I'm not talking about a relationship with a significant other. I'm just talking about a relationship with like a brother, a cousin, a mom, a, a father. Relationships in general. Because basically, we have these two cases. Falcon, he was in a completely one-sided relationship. He, he thought he loved that girl. He was like, that's he a, did. We family. He did. And unfortunately, she didn't feel the same way that he felt. And then we have the main character, Shinra. He sees his brother. He's like, hey, show. Like, it's your big bro. I'm, I'm, I'm disgusted in the way you look. I thought you'd be better than this. Like, what? <laughs> Excuse <Yes>. me? <laughs> And then Hobie proceeded to knock Shinra out. And Shinra just, he was shocked. And like I said, it was just sad because both of those characters were completely in a one-sided relationship yeah, mentally. Knocked out. But, but what's yeah. crazy is, is that, that that Lick and Joker show up. And I'm just like, where, where Joker? I was like, oh, okay. Well, well, this is where it comes in. You know, Joker just going to come in. Let's talk about it. Joker shows up. I kind of alluded to this in the last um, podcast, but yeah, I had yeah, to really like, like you giving spoilers already. Uh, I was like, oh, time to run away. <laughs> this is where we're going in the podcast. At. Uh, next, join us next time, guys. <laughs> what was your reaction to seeing Joker show up on a battlefield? I was confused. I was like, bro, you got to pick a side. Dog. You can't be on the fence. You, you can't be on the fence. He over here, like, no, just let him go. I just need. We haven't figured out what his what his true purpose is yet. I'm just like, okay, all right. Sharon got some big plan, big things coming out here. So yeah. you know, the show was just mopping the floor with him because he even took on Arthur, and Arthur was like, even though Arthur was supposed to die, he dodged it because he, you know, he, he's a he's the smartest dumb person you can ever meet because he he knew he's like jump back a little bit, dog. You're gonna die if you go any further. I feel like we have somebody in our crew like that. I'll say Rufus, and I'll just <laughs> leave it at that. Dang, that's messed up. So, Arthur, uh, he, he, yeah, everybody got pretty like that. And then Joker pops up out of the scene. He's, he going one-on-one with Show. I'm just like, see, I told you Joker was strong. I told you. But it's confusing why they're fighting each other right now. It don't make sense. Yeah. And when I tell you, I was caught off guard by how strong Joker was. Like, in episode one or two, when he meets Shinra, like, Joker lets Shinra know, player, you don't want these hands. Like, I'll give it to you, but I'm telling you that this is not what you want. You don't want the smoke. With show, show when we were introduced to him, he's just OP. This man is like disappearing all over the battlefield. Yeah, I see yeah, he coming off of him, just like okay, all right. Yeah, he's like teleported, and then Joker shows up, and Joker goes like toe to toe with him, like it's nothing. Pretty much, I was like, man, I don't know about this. This guy is OP. Yes, and. I will say what I like about Joker, Joker gives me like those those vibes that I get from Gambit and the X-Men. It's dope. I love it. Yeah, he, he, he gives off a Western vibe, which which fits. Yeah. So anywho, um, Joker shows up. He he fights show. And with that, um, Company 8 escapes and they get away. And then the, the plot progresses. We find out about the white clad organization the evangelist we found out where they're hiding out and that starts this whole like new i guess mini arc in the series where they go to this area called the netherworld to fight the evangelist and i thought that was pretty dope it's like a full all-out war between company eight the evangelist and i believe the can't remember the girl from company one that goes with them as well I I I just know her as Catwoman. That's about it. She she gets yeah. no, no no love. 
I, I, so yeah, she, she is. I've never cool seen her fight, that. dog. Like all her fights, she just loses clothes, and I'm just like, bro, ain't no way. I'm just trying to, I don't know, I don't feel like that with you, you know. Yeah, let's talk about that. Oh, her name is Tamaki. So Tamaki, she she goes with them. They get in this all out war inside of the Netherworld region, which is basically these underground tunnels that run through um, under under the city and. Tamaki gets in, everyone gets separated, and then they get into fights with different members of the evangelist or white-clad organization. So Tamaki's fight, yeah, Catwoman, it was pretty good, except for how it ended. <laughs> like, I don't know if you remember, she's fighting a guy, and then it ended with her, like, rushing, like, rushing at him, and somehow he ends up, like, on top of her, and he's, like, touching her breasts. Yeah, and I'm as a like, result, bro, like, like he was, he was played off to be like the, the best assassin. I'm just like, yeah. okay, you, you, you gotta, you gotta have hands if you're gonna be an assassin. Like, you can't just be an assassin and it's just whatever. Yeah. So he, the way he went so, out, it's like, just like he was just knocked out as a perv. I'm just like, okay. Yeah, it was kind of whack. Like he ends Kinda. up like on top of her. It was very whack. You're right, very whack. They get into a scuffle or they're fighting. He ends up on top of her, but his hands somehow end up like touching her breast, and he like freaks out because it's like such a weird position. And then he gets knocked out from behind by oh, wait, this wait, other wait, wait, character. Just get the whole training arc with with uh, Arthur and uh, and Shinra when they when they train with with, with Benny Maru. Oh, that's right. See, you over Let's talk about stuff. You you skipping stuff. You jump straight to straight to like the Nether. I was like, wait a minute, because Shinra had had to get stronger. You know what? You're right. That's that's one thing they did that we didn't get in other animes like Bleach. <laughs> yeah, we got some training. And Shinra and Arthur, before they went to the Netherworld, everyone just knew that they had to get stronger. So they went to train with the biggest boss we know thus far, which is Captain Benny Maru. Yeah. What was your thoughts behind that whole training session? It was interesting because um, the way they made it sound is like, yeah. Uh, only thing they can help you with Shinra is to make your make your flame more controlled, so you can be faster. And I was just like, all right, that makes sense. And then the second thing was with with Arthur. He was like, you just need to practice, though. Like, you just need to try to kill somebody. <laughs> I was like, what? Simple, but makes sense. I was like, I guess you know, because Arthur Arthur is pretty. He he's a strong character. I ain't gonna lie. He can hold his own. He just don't got the the experience to finish it off. So with that little quick, quick little training, and he doesn't have the mobility that Shinra has. Yeah, but but do you need that when you have a sword? You can just cut everything off. Good point. Good point. What I like is um, they're they're training with Captain Benny Maru, but all of a sudden, like, what's the guy? The guy that's with the Joker, it's, it's Victor. Um, Victor. I'm just like Victor. Yeah, Victor. What, what are you doing, dog? You always where you don't need to be at. You don't. <laughs> true but victor came with some he had some good advice like victor was basically giving him advice on like how to improve shinra's power and shinra he learns about um i think both of them learns two different things um arthur learns about something called the breath of life oh yeah from captain benny mara which was i thought that was pretty dope and then in addition to that shinra learns about this thing called kata which is like hand signs guess you can think of it as like ninja hand signs and naruto or something but he uses these hand signs to kind of focus his energy and his feet and it increases the speed in which he can like move so that was that was pretty dope so both of them got stronger training with captain benny morrow before they went to the netherworld so yeah when they finally get there once again it's an all-out brawl yeah they all get split initially i was like you know what let's make them weaker so you know, even though even like Captain Obi's like stay together, they're just like yeah. they still split up. I'm like, oh my, follow plans here. This is how you lose. This is a big battle because you you fighting you fighting the the, the the evangelist. Like you want to be as strong as possible. You're not really listening. So everybody has their like one on one battles. Out of, out of those battles, who, who do you think had the best battle? Minus the main one, which is Minus show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say I like the battle between the archer, um, the archer from the evangelist that we've been talking about, and um, Vice Captain Hinoa, 
That was dope. Yeah. The boy, he was like, you know, I didn't, I don't believe in that whole pushing past your limits thing. But that was a good battle, though. <laughs> it, it was. And, like, the archer, we knew the archer was going to come with some firepower. But he knew what, I mean, the boy had his gun, and he was he was going crazy. He, his, he, he shot so hard that his whole barrel was exploding and stuff. I was like, all right, that's real. So, yeah, the whole battle, it looked like he was, he was on the short end of the stick. Like, he was always, you know, like, getting blown away. Like he he was ambushed, he was blown away. There's people in the back waiting to attack him in case when they got the opportunity. And then all of a sudden, like he gets this opportunity to uh, take the shot. And then as the bullets passing by, like my favorite part is when he took the fire from her archer shot and put it. In yes, like you know what? It's, it's what we're gonna do. And I was like, word, this boy. Talk about here. it. Talk about it. Because the whole time, like they're they're shooting. This is a long range battle, so it's like whoever has the best better shot. Or the better tactics wins, and yep. he's getting he he obviously has has a disadvantage because he can't create his own bullets. He has to keep shooting from his I don't know what type of gun that was. It was it looked like a I don't know it looked like a shotgun, but it wasn't a shotgun because the bullet it wasn't like scattering. It was a nice scene where he basically used her own weapon against her. Yeah, and then like we re, like I mentioned earlier, the main fight of course between Shinra and Sho. And it's funny now that you said, I'm thinking about it now. And you're like, Victor is always somewhere that like, he's not supposed to be. Exactly. Victor is an innocent bystander. All right, we're going to see this battle. He just looking, he's like, oh, oh, they're fighting. I can't even see it. (laughs) But he almost got killed too. Show show went after him. Exactly. So I'm like, where, where do you belong at dog? Like, I don't think, I don't think you belong anywhere around here. Like, you ain't from around here, cause they, cause Show wouldn't have came after you like that if he knew that you were supposed to be there. Exactly, like Show, Show wanted to end that man's entire existence. If Shinra wasn't there with his newfound speed, it would have been over. That boy, he 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 controlled the light. He was just he was as fast as whatever. I was like, how do you get this fast? I will say, I did enjoy Victor being there from this perspective. the The guy who wrote it, the writer for this show or manga. He uses Victor to explain Show's power, which I thought was really good and necessary. But at the same time, I'm still kind of confused on how Show like can do what he does. So basically, they're fighting, and we figure out we're like, "Wow, this is an even fight!" Like Shinra has gotten stronger, yeah. And then Show like, "There's levels to this." Yeah, He's like you ain't you ain't quite there yet. You. <laughs> You putting too much dip on your chip right now, there, boy. I'm gonna show you right now. This ain't for you, right? Now. You don't want this yes. work. And then yes. it's like, dang, all right, the boy spitting the blood. I know. And then basically, we find out that Show can he he can use his, I guess, a dola burst to kind of slow down or cool down the heat that's, I guess, surrounding them, and it slows down time so that he kind of can teleport it's not teleportation but it's perceived that way yeah that's why i'm sort of confused i was like is he like is and then he said is he doing it over the whole world or is he just doing it in this one area i i couldn't understand it at all i was just like okay he's, yeah he's just... all i do is that with victor sitting there he's explaining everything and he goes crazy he has he has that moment that i have where he's like this is bad this is very very bad <laughs> He's like, Shinra, we, gotta we go. might want to leave. <laughs> we got to go. You're not going. You don't get no choice now. <laughs> He's figuring everything out. He's like, oh, my God. Is this possible? He's ex- he's slowing down time. Oh, my God. He's expanding. He's a dolling. Oh, my God. This is this is bad. This is very, very bad. Shinra, we got to go. Dang. All right. And then yeah. somehow Shinra just, he's like, you know, I, I got to show him all the, all the past. So he goes faster. He turned. He turned into like the Flash a little bit. He's like, I'm gonna show you the past, and then I'm just like, okay. And the boys started having feelings. Good point. There, I think their Dola link was resonating with each other, right? Right. That, that's why he was able to go faster. Yeah, and somehow Shinra like crosses over into the other world of the, I don't know, the Evangelist or whatever. I that part wasn't clear to me. He crosses over to this other world. And he sees this demon or devil looking thing, which we find out later could have possibly been his mom. Right. Which is so weird. The whole thing's weird. I'm just like, okay. 
but you know somehow you know Shimmer ends up on show's knife on on, Sh- on show's sword and i'm just like what what happened he was he was winning like he was he was about to pull a boy over next thing you know somebody step in and he's like he just fell on your sword like uh, I, I can't remember her name but it was uh somebody with, with, with also as, as an adola burst and yes. i can't remember her name but she can control infernos like like the demon infernos as well mm-hmm. so she's trying to like you know let's hurry up and get him back we have to heal him up so he doesn't get lost we need him to burn down the world and all that they, they, they lay out their whole plan to, to to destroy the whole world with enough with enough adola burst i'm just like does this make sense i was like i don't know anything about this fire so sure we're just gonna roll with it for now and as they're trying to get him away then that's when all the all, all the company comes comes together just like okay we 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 got to save our boy because the boy he he ain't gonna survive at this rate. Which this this one I think the plot armor kicks in because all of a sudden her power doesn't work because Arthur controls plasma and she her, and she loses her power around plasma. I was just like, is this is this convenience or good point? Way sort of good point. Out. Good point. Um, was her power like really like fully fleshed out? She like controls electrical signal. Yeah, right. and plasma is is at a high temperature and it messes with some sort of free. Like mess with her power. I'm just like, okay, hmm. Good point. Anywho, it's alone. <laughs> anyway, anywho, both sides they, they they go their separate ways, and you think that'll be the end of it. But they're like, no, nah, we got a little bit more. We got to feed you a little bit more. We, got, we we took a little break in the middle of this, so we got to give you a little bit extra because we we should have you know probably put this out. And that's when everybody ends up getting healed. Uh, well, first they got to get Shinra. They got to heal Shinra because he's uh. The, the sword has impaled his lungs, vital organs, and spine. I'm just like, oh, when I hear that, all that can, I'm like, he can't walk. He he basically lost the ability to use his, his his generation power. But they have a special nurse who can heal him with his, with his own fire, and he he regains all his powers and everything like that. And the first thing he does is he gets into a fight, and guess who he gets <laughs> in a fight with? In classic Shinra fashion. The captain of squad one. I'm just like, okay, we're gonna see how we well, we saw how it went the first time. He's just like, nah. And he it, but he comes to him, he's like, you know, I'm gonna tell you what, what really happened. I'm just like, why would you do this? You know this man wants to know. You know, you know, you know this is what his one goal is. Why would you tease him like this and you make him fight you? I'm like, all right, whatever, whatever. So when we see that fight, he goes all out, like from from the go. Like you see him put his little his, his tiger paw together. I'm just like, okay, sure I'm not gonna hold back. You just see him going at it, and it's and that was a strong fight. I was like, "All right, Shimmer might he done powered up quite a bit." The boy done, the boy done grew up. I don't know how long it's been because we don't get time stamps or nothing like that. But still, Shimmer fights the captain of, of, of Company One, and there isn't a clear winner, even though because because he doesn't lose. What? There's not a clear winner. I I thought that I thought Shimmer was clearly weaker. Than the captain of squad one, he put a big old bruise in the middle of Captain One's one's arm. I mean, that's because he he let Shinra hit him, but that nah, man he didn't let Shinra hit him. He was like, "Come at me with everything you got," and he was like, "All right, you you ready?" You know, it's, it's like that one moment where where your dad challenges you, and you you're like, "All right, I'm ready this time," and you actually get the best out of your dad. You're like, "Oh shoot!" And then you're like, "Oh, oh, you got it this time," and he just lets you win. I think that's what it was, man. That man went Super Saiyan on Shinra, and Shinra knew he knew he wasn't ready. Yeah, because you saw his his, his 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 generation power. His power was he can put he can speed up his. I was like, oh, okay, you know, he, he becomes a little bit stronger. I guess all he sees that man glowing out of nowhere. I'm just like, everybody has their own unique way of using their power kinetics. Yeah, I thought that was dope. That whole fight was dope. Um, did your impression of the? Because I remember the last podcast you mentioned. You did not like the captain of like Company One, because he was too much of a mystery. But I guess he explained it because he, he ends up telling Shimmer the whole story about like he felt bad because he was only able to save a little kid. Yep, I'm just like, dang. That's all. I mean, that's all he really could do. And you think like when you have have like a, a, a demon inferno, like they're really strong. Because you saw uh, the captain of, of of Company Seven struggle; he had to use everything he had just to even finish him off. Yep, and you think twelve years ago, uh, he might not have been strong enough. So, but then you see that whole story, and it's a little interesting though, because 
you realize who happened, what happened, and what really happened. Everybody blames yes. Shinra for everything. So do you want to go over that a little bit? Like what, what, what the real story happened in that house? I guess we can. The, the problem, I guess, that I have with all of this is the Fire Force or Nation, whatever they call themselves, is such a dysfunctional group of individuals. Um, Like, to me... I'm disturbed by the fact that all of this happened and the captain of squad one knew about it and he was not able to share this information with any of the other captains. That's what disturbs me. And then we find out the captain of squad three is um, basically he's a spy and he's not really working with them. He's working with the white clad organization. So I guess that's okay to always have one spy in a group. That's just classic shonen manga or whatever. But then the captain of squad five, like before, like she, P- Princess Habana, before she actually came over to the good side, she was kind of corrupt too. And then squad seven, it took a lot for them to trust um, squad eight or company I mean, eight. When you think about it, it's all built on, built on like you, you've learned to just trust your own self and your own people because you don't know who to trust. So you just trust no one. Jeez, it's just, I don't know, such a dysfunctional group of people. But yeah, go ahead. You could continue with the yeah, rest so of it. The, yeah, the captain comes up with the whole story. He's like, so what really happened is your brother's show turned into to, to an adult burst, and he, he, he showed his powers. And in doing so, your mother got turned into a demon in front. I was like, dang, okay. And then it activated the power for like Shinra. So Shinra got his powers. And I'm just like, okay, so what happened? And you think like the Inferno would attack everybody, but no. Um, you realize that Sho has the power to, to to control his mother, and the captain on the outsides are like, "Why? Why isn't this fire going out? All right, we're going in there." So during this whole time, they finally pro- push open the door, and there's Shinra at the door. They just like, "Okay, that's an easy save. That's one." And then Company One's captain goes in, and he tries to fight fight the Inferno, and he sees the baby. He's like, "Okay, I got to save this baby," you know. And the Inferno's like, well, I don't have to fight you because he's not strong enough, really. So he just jumps away and he just looks at like. So that's why the captain is sort of like scarred because he's like, I couldn't save anyone. All I did was let this baby get taken away by an Inferno. But he doesn't know that the baby is, is sort of controlling the Inferno at that point. So, I mean, yeah, it was a very interesting place for them to leave off, I think, yeah. um, than the show. Or the like, no one would leave off like a cliffhanger after like a big fight, and I was just like, okay, after the, after the another, if they would have left it there, I was like, it would have been all right after fighting. But then they just yeah. went a little bit further. I'm just like, oh, did they just? Did, I wonder if they planned this out for a reason, or if they just was like, I'm just give, I'm just gonna put as much information out as possible, and then we'll figure it out later. Yeah, I'm not sure. I I suspect there may be some drama going on with the studio or the production company. But we'll see. Um, just before we wrap this up, I'm curious, Hook. Um, so we've we've talked about part one and part two, effectively finishing our like review um, or discussion of Fire Force. How would you rate this season of the show so far, or the show so far? Is it like Academy level, which is like trash, throw it away? Um, is this Ginning, which is like average, tuning, this is good, Joning, this is very good, this is great, or is this Kage, like this tuning is level. a Tuning level, I don't even want you to go any further and waste your time, it's tuning level, it was average. Like it has it has some good <laughs> stuff, but overall, it it didn't leave me wanting to read the manga, that's how I sort of base it off of like what was animated that didn't want me to go further. And I was just like, no, I can wait or it could just end. It doesn't really bother me either way. Yeah. I'm, I agree. I'm somewhere between like getting and tuning on this. Whoa. Um, I'm somewhere between like getting and tuning with this. And I mean, I enjoyed it. I really did. There were parts of the show so far that I really did enjoy. Like Um, it has some real good, good potential. They can like focus on it, but I feel like the storytelling isn't very done very well. Yep, it's not quite there yet. But I enjoyed it, which is so I'll I'll maybe say tuning. Um, I I definitely enjoyed it. Um, my I guess concerns with the show is consistency. Yeah. Um, and the plot kind of, I think they need to flesh out the plot a little bit more. 
Um, and I think they need to do a better job at world building, which is like there's anime out there like My Hero Academia. It excels that's a at large world, building. world though, and that's a lot of students. Like they like sometimes it struggles because you true. don't even know the quirks to all the students yet. This is it's a good point. Um, but that's one of the strengths of the show. Um, I feel like with Fire Force, that's something that they're kind of struggling with when it comes to explaining everything, the whole, how this world works. Um, I know we're still learning, but I think they need to work on that. But I enjoyed it. Season two, I definitely will be tuning in for. So, yeah. Yeah, I might I might be interested in season two, but... I'm not like itching for. It. I'm just like okay, I, I got through it. True, like we said, when you come to that point where you catch up on the anime and you have like, should I go to this? I know if it's good or not. Should if I start you want to read more, and I'm just like okay, yeah. But if you're just like, yeah, it's definitely not one of those shows where I wanted to read more. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I loved it, and that's pretty much where we're gonna wrap it up. Thanks to all you kings and queens for listening. To get more of the Wakanami Nation podcast by your boys, Hisagi and Hook, join the nation by hitting that subscribe button and check us out on Twitter and the gram. Peace.